It's time for Startup Nation with Jeff Sloan. All right, it is time for Startup Nation Radio. This is the show to learn about how to start and grow your own business. If you've been dreaming of starting a business of your own or just don't even know what business to start, this is the show for you. We're going to help you get informed. We're going to help you get equipped. We're going to empower you so that you move from dreaming to doing. Now, on today's show, we've got one of the most dynamic entrepreneurs in our region with us. He's taken his family's you pick apple orchard business from that old school model to selling products at retail now with a family brand on it to the tune of over $100 million in sales. We've got Andrew Blake on with us today, and this is your chance to hear from him, to get informed, to get inspired, to hear some of his tips on how you can make that happen for yourself. So tune in, lean in, and get ready for Startup Nation Radio. All right, this is Jeff Sloan, host of your show today on Startup Nation Radio. And as I mentioned in the uh, intro, we've got a really incredible entrepreneur on the show with us today, a really dynamic and exciting guy and uh, generating tremendous success for his family's brand. As I mentioned in the intro, they've moved from being a you-pick apple orchard business out in the country, hanging out in the country with uh, entertaining people, inviting families. You've got a great business in, on, in its own right. Right. But, but Andrew Blake. Happy to be here. Thanks hey, for having me, hey man. Hey, man, it's great to have you on. Yeah. You're, you're the visionary that's moved this from that business model right. to creating a retail product and taking it successfully now to retail with tremendous success. And uh, I know our audience is going to be eager to hear how you did that. Yeah, right. How you did well, that. Well, you know, it's, um, it's been a journey. And one of the things that we always focused on uh, as a family business and still a family business to this day, you know, we employed over 800 employees this past year. So we're just a big growing family business. I mean, in uh, its own right, you guys are one of the biggest U-Pick apple orchards in the Midwest. Yeah, my yeah, grandpa yeah. actually was one of the first people to start a U-Pick operation in the country. And so we kind of, um, you know, pioneered that deal. That model. It, yep. it actually wasn't really, it was more of a survival strategy because we couldn't make any money actually picking them ourselves. So we had to, you know, you know, bring, you know, kind of was our first marketing, a farmer marketing ploy to basically say, come on out, bring your family, yeah. create an experience. Yeah. Pursuing survival <laughs> is a great way to make you get creative, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And from there, what we kind of realized was it was an experience. Um, and, you know, creating an experience for families and something, you know, creating tradition, authenticity, um, yeah. and having that heritage, that thing that you come back for every year, um, kind of became what we focused on as a business. And as the business progressed, we started adding more and more entertainment, more and more services, more and more products that we felt enriched and enhanced that family experience. And then it got to a certain point where, you know, it was a survival question again. It was, you know, we were still seasonal. We still had to go every winter. We shut down. The products slowed up. Um, and when I was in college, you know, one of the big things that I was pondering on is I wanted to come back to the family business. But, you know, we needed to find a way to take that experience and, you know, bring it yeah. to the customer and not have them always have to find us out in our made of sure. Michigan. And sure. that was really the genesis of when we started, you know, really looking at other channels to, you know, to yeah. take sales. Yeah. And I mean, you found a channel that relies on the family's product. I mean, it was the yeah. apples are at the core of it all, yep, right? I mean, of course. <laughs> no, yep. but no pun intended. No, right. Yeah, it was good. That was good. Uh, that was good. good. Job, yeah, Jeff. Yeah, hey, uh, every now and then. <laughs> yeah. uh, in any case, uh, so apples are at the heart of it all. And you, so you took the essence of apple. And you and you hit you know there's a yeah. trend. And it's not, and yeah, I'm, and it's not just Apple. It's it's from our backyard. Um, our and tech, it's from your backyard. Yeah, our, yeah. our whole our whole slogan is from our backyard. So we create products that are first and foremost. You know, we're still credit to my dad and uncle. Um, they are true blue 
farmers through and through. They, you know, they don't have an office. They operate out of their pickup. I've picked up that habit. Yeah. I don't have an office. Your office so I, is in your truck, yeah, as you tell us. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, exactly. I'm jealous. Yeah, it's nice. You know, it's mobile for sure. Yeah. Um, and, we, you know, we still farm uh, 1,000 acres, and, and that's a growing part of our business. But that's really at the heart of what inspires all the products that we make, all the services we provide. We really want to take that and, you know, that back to nature, that back to your roots, back to, you know, what's important and essential, and then find ways to, um, you know, deliver that to people in a way yeah. that serves them. So that could be at your dinner table. That could be coming out to the farm and experiencing it yourself. It could be teaching people, you know, how to grow things for themselves. Yeah. It's all of that, that. That's this experience that's yeah. at the essence of what we do. And the orchard is Blake's or Orchard. I mean, that's yep. the family name. You yep. get your family name and everything. That's the brand. Yep. You get a lot of pressure when you take the family <laughs> name and... You have the audacity to come and say, hey, dad, I got an idea. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I can just imagine how that meeting. In fact, we want to hear how that went. We want to hear how you got, how you of got course. the buy-in yeah. you had to get from the, uh, well, well, you know, my dad and uncle, are, my, my dad and uncle are farmers, but they're entrepreneurs through and through. And, you know, I think they're the really root of our authenticity. And so they've created an environment where, you know, no idea is a bad idea. You know, let's pursue it. Let's think it through. And if it makes sense and it fits with our core business. Right. Um, core business. See, there you there's go. so core, many there of these. Yeah. So they fostered an environment of <laughs> yeah. creative thinking. Yeah, they I mean, did. It, it wasn't like you came in and said, wait, we're sticking to our, you know, we've been doing this for 100 no, years. No, this, no, We're no. sticking to what we do, period. No. And you've demonstrated that because you've taken, you pick Apple, as you said. Yeah. To, I mean, it's a, you go out to your place yeah. and it's a. I yeah. mean, it's a it's a day long experience. Yeah. You can never get bored. There's right. so much to we have do. Th we have three of them, by the way. It's th know, three of them, not, not just one. So tell so us like the breadth locations. of. We're going to get to how you got to the product in a second, but the breadth of the you know the family's business has been around for a hundred years. Yeah. You took it from you pick apples, and now people can come out and they can do what from what to what. I mean. Yeah. So it's a full day experience. You know, we look at ourselves as, um, you know a family entertainment destination. We're the second most visited um, spot in Metro Detroit behind Comerica Park. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, between all, three, unbelievable. Of, between all three of our properties. And all three of our properties um, offer something different. You know, our main property is out in Armada. Um, it's where my dad and 13 of his brothers and sisters grew up. And that really um, is home-based. That that's kind of the mecca for us. That's where you can get the full 100% Blake Farms experience, which can go from getting there at 8 in the morning to go pick apples to, you know, having lunch, to going ice skating, to, yeah. um, you know, to, uh, you know, family entertainment. We have 10 acres of fun land for kids. So, you know, we're really trying to, you know, be all things food, beverage, and entertainment. And yeah, that's and how you we know, really look at our And, business. you know, look, I mean, local retail of any kind yep. today is so re reliant on creating an experience. You mm -hmm. know, it's moved from, I mean... If, if people just want to buy something, go to Amazon, go there. Yeah. Just gonna, there you go. You know? Go to Amazon. Yeah. There's, there's buying and then there's, you know, kind of like shopping. And then there's the, even an extension of that is experiential, you yeah. know, yeah. where you're buying things, but you want to have a greater, broader experience and you're willing to pay for that and yeah. you know, find and a way to fill your time, having fun doing the, the shopping or the buying. Well, exactly. And I always kind of think everything operates on like, it, you know, in like a polarity. So you, you kind of have a spectrum, you have, you know, the, di the digitization, Yep. Of, of everything going on in, and we're being very, very um, on our phones. Every experience is going completely digital. And then on the yep. other side, you know, that's being balanced with people also, you know, spending time to break away from that. And we yeah. really, really want to focus yeah. on breaking away from that. And so speaking of breaking away from that, there you were at college in your dorm room dreaming up. What can I bring to the family to move us from having people come out to our country location to us taking it to them? We're going to find out how you did that and what your great idea is and how it's performing when we come back on Startup Nation Radio.
Welcome back to Startup Nation on WJR. Here's Jeff Sloan. All right, welcome back indeed. I'm I'm jazzed, I'm energized. We've got Andrew Blake in the studio with us. And uh, Andrew, before we uh, went out to the break in the yep. last segment, we were just, we, we promised everybody we'd tell them, there you are in your dorm room. Yep. And, and you came up with this idea, we want to hear how you did that. Before we do that, we also promised in the beginning of the show that people could call in and ask questions. If people are out there who are thinking of starting a business or if you've got a product you want to take to retail, we're going to get into how you made that happen. But we can also invite callers to call in if they've got a question. You can call 800-859-0957, 800-859-0957, ask a question. It's a, not, not, not every day you get a chance to hear from the guy that has taken a family brand, put it on a product, went to retail, made it happen. And I mean, it's one of the great success stories in the region right now, Andrew. Welcome well, back. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So uh, there, there you were at yeah, college, yeah, so, and you're like, I got to do something. Yes, to- yeah, so it started as an idea to kind of expand the, the, the seasons, if you will, um, and uh, craft beer was really big at the time, and you know, it was just kind of, that's where you saw the founders, the bells, all the things we know in, in Michigan that, that have become iconic brands yep, for Michigan. Yep, yep. You know, they were really kind of coming into the zeitgeist, and I just realized you know, we had this huge background. We had a juice, juice plant at home, and hard cider was – an opportunity I saw and I brought it to the family um, and it was out of our comfort zone, but it felt at the end of the yeah. day it, um, and we had never sold outside of our, you know, our properties before. Um, so it was new for us in a lot of ways, but it just made a lot of sense. It was shelf stable. Um, it was in a growing industry. It, it kind of checked out all the, all the marks and it was kind of a no brainer at that point. So then yeah. it was just figuring out how to do it. Um, and for anyone out there trying to learn how to, um, do anything you, you know, if you have an idea, you don't have to know how to fully execute the idea to, to begin the process because, you know, once you think you have an idea, then you begin the learning, then you begin the figuring out, you know, make sure it makes rock solid sense, you know, from a foundational standpoint, and then you go forward with it. So, you know, we started, um, you know, very, you know, test marketing, uh, at our own locations. And then shortly after there started going into distribution. So when you talk about test marketing, I mean, yep. I mean, at that point, had you formulated a product? Did you create a product? Yeah. So um, I and one of my best friends spent about six months perfecting recipes. When I look at the recipes I, now. I can picture those six months. Yeah. <laughs> you, you and your buddy mixing, yeah. mixing. A lot of R&D. R&D, right. So you're creating an alcoholic Making product. a bunch of booze and, in my and, garage, and, and, basically. Right. It probably got better every night as the time went on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, right. by about midnight. By like, about midnight, you had it right. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> okay. Yep. Um, but, you know, and really started off with four products. It was really simple. Um, when I look at the products offering when we launched to where we are now, I mean, it's not, we're not even the same, you know, galaxy, you know, we're so far, farther advanced. So that just goes to show you don't have to have it exactly figured out when you launch, but you got to you know, commit to continuous improvement of the products. Of so we got something we thought we could launch with. We opened at our tasting room on our Meta Center, uh, you know, got feedback, tweaked recipes. That's one of the things I would say. Ultimately, we knew we wanted to go to retail, but we wanted to be patient. I would say anyone wanting to go to retail or to, you know, get out in the mass market, I think patience and time and, and spending the time and earning the right to go to retail is a big is a big part of it because you only get one shot at this. Once people have a bad experience out in the market, you know, we're creatures of habit. If we have something, we don't like it. We're not, we're not going right. back. So right. you want to make sure you do the time and, and have. So, so let's talk about that. So what right. you're suggesting and what you guys did yeah. is that instead of going zero to 60, yeah. you created the product and instead of going right into retail, 
you uh, sold it just out of your own location first to kind of test it, make sure you Feed, had feedback. Feedback. You want, feedback. Yeah, feedback. feedback. That's right. You know, you feedback. had to create yeah. a, a yeah. channel for people to sample yeah. to give you feedback. Right. What's what the market liked. telling you? Exactly. Yeah. And and then we made a lot of changes. You know, from you know, we probably from from launching call it 1.0 product development yeah. to when we actually went to to retail, it was probably at 6.0. So you had the soft launch going on. Now you guys had the advantage of being able to. Um, uh, uh, you know, kind of launch it out of your place. And yep. people were coming in trafficking. They certainly knew the Blake's brand. They were there yep. and, and right in, fr- in front of you. So you had that opportunity. Now, for those people out there who don't have an opportunity to have people come to their doorstep, you can start an e-commerce site, a website. Exactly. Whether it's a Shopify store or whatever it may be. And you can start in a soft launch way without a big marketing budget. Totally recommended because unless you have a budget of real substance, you're not going to be able to get that product out there. You're, you know, create channels to get feedback, to start generating revenue and make you start feeling that you feel confident that you're going to be able to go to market because you're going to need word of mouth. You don't have market. Sure. You don't have marketing dollars that can just sure. plaster it on every side of, you know, of every truck. Right. You need word of mouth to win. So right. the product has right. to be perfect. Right, right, right. So, okay. So you were testing it first in this soft launch. Yeah. You started to build confidence. I love that you said, you know, the feedback, yep. feedback is everything, listening to the market and making sure whether it's by surveying. So if you don't have an e-commerce site, you want to survey the early customers, the early adopters, you want to have good analytics. You want to track who's doing what, where they're getting bogged down, whether it's in the purchase journey itself on yep. your site, or for example, if you're doing an e-commerce site or whether it's in the product. Yeah. Sometimes the product is not right. quite right. Right. Not quite right. Or the packaging, for yep. example, or the messaging. We or changed the all the action. All we of changed it. The all brand, of it. All of it. Yep. The tagline, all that stuff. Yep. You're right. You learned. You tested one thing. You yep. iterated, yep. tested, tweaked, test and changed, tested, tweaked, improved, right? Yep. Exactly. Optimized. And so there you were, you got through that phase and now you want to go to retail. Yep. You got to go sit in front of retail buyers and get their buy-in and they're going to take a chance on you and you come you've come with your guns loaded a bit because you've proven yep. look we've been in the market for so long we did the soft launch here's the feedback and here's our sales and yep. it's accelerating and we've got something yep so yeah and 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 then from there you know you start having the tough meetings and you get in front of buyers and you know i was tommy boy on the road i always make that <laughs> analogy i i lived out of my car for about two years you know, After all, the, your office in your truck. Yeah, dude. right. Yeah. So, it worked, right, so, so it worked out. Right, but right. you know, it was it was a lot of a lot of work because you have to remember you're usually selling through a distributor when you go to retail. Yeah. Or you're selling direct, um, in some cases, to you know directly to retail. But they have thousands of customers with products that are vying for their time. So you know, it is a you know you, you got to give the time and you got to put in the work to really yeah. work the channels. So let me even back up because we have people out there listening with good ideas and, uh, you know, not everyone's going to get on Shark Tank. Not everyone's going to get TV exposure right away and they're trying to make a break. They're trying to get to a retail buyer. They've got this great product and they want to get into retail. The first thing you got to do, how do you connect with anybody? Who, who do you connect with at a store? Who is that? Yeah. And how do you connect? How do you contact them? And how do you get noticed? I mean, I'm sure they're bombarded, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, um, you got to get the meeting. Yeah, you have you have to get the meeting. And how you know, do you get the meeting? Yeah, so you you get great partners. Uh, for us, you know, we were going through the Anheuser Busch network to distribute, um, and we picked really great distributing partners. Who um, and, and you know, most people going to retail in a, in a large way are picking up a distributor because self distribution is a challenging model in a, in and of itself. So that's interesting. You you connected and partnered 
you secured your distribution before you went to the retailer and said, we got that covered. Yes. Yeah. You so, can count on us. We're going to deliver product to you. Correct. If you get demand. Yeah. And the thing is, you're going to, yeah, we're going to, we're going to make sure we get product to you. That's exactly right. And, and they have, they have relationships. So you're leveraging relationships. You know, uh, they want you to be successful. If they believe in your product and you've convinced them that the product is right and that you're thinking about them, you know, cause they need to make money on your product too. Of course. And the retailer needs to make money on your product too. And if you put, you know, if you've sondered and you've put, um, yourself in their shoes at going into those meetings, then you're the right partner for them. Then they help get the meetings. And then all you have to do is tell your authentic, honest story. And they're in at that point, you've kind of lined up all the dominoes, the yep. retailer. So when the retailer places an order for that first order, yeah. Uh, do you have to guarantee the order and what, you know, how do you make that deal? Well, like, what does that look like? Yeah. So, um, it's a little, lot of unknowns, <laughs> especially when you're first launching because you don't know velocity, you don't know anything. Yeah. Um, my best, you know, the, the best advice I could give is, you know, um, put your expect, uh, don't expect a lot from velocity, but be prepared for a lot because, you know, you don't want to get your hopes up that it's just going to fly off the shelves because it takes time. It takes time to work. Right. But if it does, you need to be able to take advantage of that because that's how brands are made. Right. And one of the things I'd say that, that, that we were able to do is we were always able to react quickly when the sales came. And so we were able to create momentum. I'm a big believer with all of this stuff that it's momentum For and sure. you just can't, you, you know, you can't let something wedge, you know, get in the way of that momentum. So you really, really have to make sure that you're, uh, yeah. you know, that you're preparing for the opportunity. Yeah. So you had your manufacturing all lined up. You had your bottle sources. You had your delivery. You had your packaging. You had your distributor yep. all lined up. You go in, you sit down in front of that retailer and uh, the buyer yeah. at the retailer, and the buyer says, what do you got for me, young man? <laughs> and yeah. I, I, we want to hear about that first pitch. Yep, got when it. you were on the hot seat and you had to sell that buyer and get your family product. You got your parents, your buy-in. Okay, Andrew, yep. we're going to do this. You made a huge investment. Yep. It's all on you, man. You got to deliver. Yep. You got to deliver. We want to hear about that first meeting with that retail buyer when we come back on Startup Nation Radio. Welcome back to Startup Nation on WJR. Here's Jeff Sloan. All right, welcome back to Startup Nation Radio. We've got Andrew Blake on with us. Andrew, before, yes, before we went to the break, where we got us all teed up and, and, and all on, on, our, on the hot seat here. We're going into the buyer's meeting at some major retailer. Who was it, by the way, the first meeting? It was Meyer, actually. Meyer. So it was a Michigan company. That's an important one. With a great uh, man who, who I owe a lot of success to. His name's Phil Radner. Um, he's no longer the buyer there, but... Um, he was the one who gave us our break and it was um there wasn't really a pitch it was i brought the product i told him the story you just had him drink uh, some of the <laughs> yeah right yeah product, and you guys had a grand old time yeah. the rest is history right yeah. no it was um you know it was a real heartfelt uh conversation i uh, i i kind of mm. told them that 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 we needed a break and we thought that um you know we needed an opportunity to prove ourselves and that we would give everything if we were given the opportunity um, to make sure it's successful. I love that. And at the end of the day, what was really cool is a real human interaction. And, and it's a, one of the beautiful things about businesses is when you get that, um, he goes, you know, I'm taking a, a risk on, on, on bringing you in. He goes, but I love the story and I love the product. And, and I believe you, you know, you'll make sure you'll, you'll come through. And, um, so it was one of those human moments and, you know, love but, that. but at the end of the day, you know, you don't have to be afraid to say, Hey, I, I got something here. I'm willing to make it work. You know, give me a shot. And that was that was kind of the first one. And then 
you know, your story changes as you grow. Your pitch changes as you grow. You know, grow, before but... you go to the changing pitch, I just want to tell you something. I love that story, yeah. and I relate to it. Yeah. I, I got my start in business by inventing a product called the Battery Buddy. Yeah. got a patent on it. got a license to Masco here yeah. in the Detroit region. They produced it. We sold it into the aftermarket, and they, they said to me, can we get this into retail? Yeah. Actually, before they license it. So I went to Sears. Yeah. Made a relationship with a the buyer there, and I did exactly the same thing. I went in, and I said, yeah. listen. Um, I was you know, young 20s. I said, yeah. look, I need a shot here. I'm going to give this my all, stand yeah. behind it. I'll work with you to move the product. We'll go into the stores yep. if you want us to and demo the product, whatever it takes to make it move. Right. I need a break. Right. Give me a break. And they gave you one. And they gave me one. Yeah. He believed in me. He loved the product. He yep. believed in me and made it happen. So listen, there's big lessons there. You know, you mentioned the word authenticity uh -huh. when we started the show. Mm hmm and it's stuck with me ever since you said it, because I know you now. And, uh, you know, we've had experience in other things together, and we're uh, enjoying a great relationship, friendship, and then business, too. And authenticity is part of who you are and part of what the family brand stands for. Yeah. People think that business is just a bunch of sharks, you know? Right. And it's who can take who, right? Right. Who can one-up the other? It's, you know, I'll tell you something. I don't like doing business that way. You don't like doing business that way. And here you are hitting major success doing it with authenticity and uh you know i mean well i think it i think there's a good thing about what's going on in the culture today i think um you know authenticity is becoming in vogue you know being yourself um you know being who you are being okay with that um you know being okay with where you're from i think all of that is is your value proposition to the world and to you know whatever products you deliver so I think it's the best asset you have. So, you know, you just yeah. got to be true to that. And, it, and it's your compass as you start Absolutely. dealing with success and you start dealing with failures. You know, yeah. that's the thing that kind of keeps you grounded. So it's important not to lose it. Absolutely. Listen, we've got a call. I've got a couple callers lined up here. We want to get to some callers as part of this. I want to hear. We're going to come yep. back to you in a minute. You were about to tell us about how you changed your pitch and when you started going to other buyers and so on. We want to we pick up on that. Before we do, let's serve our community. We've got... Um, I believe this is uh, Sam from West Bloomfield. You with us, Sam? Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me on. Hey, Sam. What's up, Good, Sam? Hey, you've got Andrew Blake and Jeff Sloan with you, and you've got yeah, a, by, you, by you've way, got a uh, question. Andrew, yeah, go ahead. I'm a uh, real big fan of the uh, Triple Jam. <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> thank you. It's uh, yeah. thank you for the support. It's the number one selling cider uh, in the country right now, fastest growing, and um, your support's much appreciated. All right. Yeah, right and uh, so, so Sam, you've been listening. You must have a product idea, and you've got a question. We'll try to get it answered for you. Yeah, you guys actually uh, touched on this a little bit while I was on hold there, but I wanted to circle back to it. Um, you know, one thing I see sometimes when I'm watching the show Shark Tank is that um, entrepreneurs who want to bring their uh, new product to market will actually start selling online on their own e-commerce site first um, and it, so it sounded like that's what you guys recommend doing. Um, if so, why? And are there any benefits to actually going straight to retail? Yeah. Um, Andrew. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Great question. And I guess I would say the, the reason why um, e-commerce works so well is it's, it's the most affordable way to bring a product to market. It gives you real direct access to your customers. You know, you have their email, they can fill out surveys. You can get really good feedback loops. Yes. Um, because that process is an engaging process with your customer. And you really want to use that time and that experience to learn from them, you know, to, to enhance the product, enhance maybe even the delivery of the product, the packaging of the product. So it's a very valuable time to get intimate with your customers. And I would say some of the problems when people go directly to retail is they don't have that intimate time and experience with customers to learn from them. 
Yeah, and if they go to retail stores, by the way, thank you, Sam. Hope that's helpful. If people, uh, uh, you know, if they go to retail too soon, you may get that break. You yeah. may make a great pitch. Sometimes they it may works. say yes, and sometimes <laughs> it works, and you may get there. But sometimes you can shoot yourself yourself in your foot yeah, by doing it. Exactly, and, and I would and say, be done quickly, very quickly. Yeah. And you know, I would recommend not doing that unless you have a ton of money. And right, exactly. And like the big, you know, uh, packaged uh, consumer goods companies, they're spending tens and tens and tens of millions of dollars. You know, we've all seen the commercials. Um, You know, I picked up on your word authenticity. I picked up on another thing. Taking notes, Andrew, I'm I'm listening to every word. You've mentioned the word feedback several times. And I'm Mm -hmm. telling you, that is, I'm writing these things down in in big letters. Feedback. You've got to listen to the customers. And one of the advantages to going online first or going in-store first, locally, controlled, contained, soft launch, You've got to make sure you get it right first, and, and, and you can't get it right unless you set yourself up with analytics on a website or feedback surveys and all those other things that you need to gather information proactively. This isn't something where you sit back and say, I'm going to wait for someone to say I like it or I don't like it. Proactively, you've got to draw out the nuggets of data and information and guidance in the form of feedback yes. you need in order to get it right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, love that. All right, so now here you are. Um, you've gone, you've gotten your first pitch. You've got this guy that gave you a shot at Meyer, the buyer there who, I mean, he's a guy you'll always yep, be thankful always for. Remember him. Of course, Thank you'll you, always remember him. There yep. you go. Uh, and, and, and now you've got it rolling, right? I mean, yep. and now you're going to your other meetings. Tell us where you are in the process at that point. Yeah. So, you know, once you get a big retailer and they, and they took us in their whole footprint. So it was a five state footprint. So it immediately opened up kind of a five state distribution, you know, kind of network. Um, and then, you know, it's all about the momentum we talked about earlier. You know, it's about using uh, that win and leveraging it onto a next one. Um, and if you continue to, 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 you know, use your successes for your future successes, um, it, you know, it all starts to work harder for you and you start to learn and, you're, and you become, you know, your story becomes strong by the numbers. And, you know, that's a great place to feel. That's where we're at now. Um, you know, the numbers do the speaking. You don't have to say a whole lot now. Right. You, know, you do a lot of talking at the beginning because because they're they're taking you on your person on your word sure, sure, and then sure as the that. concept or the product evolves um you know numbers speak and 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 once the numbers speak so you know my my, my hope and my ask to people that are the buyers is you know numbers speak but also there's there's a human side too so you know balance Always. balancing both Always. of those things um you know and seeing what products do have the potential um but we're at a place now where you know, the data speaks for itself. And now we're in a place where we need to invest more in things that give us, you know, you talk a lot about it, about it quite a bit, um, you know, analytics, different things that you can do. That's the whole, that's the next level. That's like going to, you know, from freshman to JV, yeah. you know, you're starting to really start to look at, you know, trends, national trends, IRI yep. data, Nielsen reports, things that give you insights to what buyers are seeing before, you know, before yeah. you go into those meetings. You got to be, you know, and you touch on equipping yourself with research and information. I mean, you must have immersed yourself in, you know, the competitive playing field and understanding where you guys fit in, how you differentiated from other product out there. Um, did you do kind of the classic, what is that, a Venn diagram, you know, yeah. where you, you lined them all up and say, they got this, they got this, they got this, but we've got, yeah, you, you know, this, and this is why, why we're, where you merge from the pack right. as the choice. Right. Well, you know, we do, you know, obviously it's good to be self-aware of, of, of your industry and your competitors, but we always felt with our authenticity that we had a story that we didn't have to follow, you know, kind of, kind of look to that. But one of the things that's kind of led our authenticity or how I would say data has helped it is we're able to look at trends and then from a creative standpoint, a product development standpoint, start trying to figure out how our authentic, our authenticity 
you know, kind of fits into those trends and, mm -hmm. and the products that we could deliver with an authentic mm -hmm. messaging, mm -hmm. you know, fit that. Yeah. So. so now here's where you are. You've got, you've got it rolling on this particular product in retail. And of course the temptation is, well, if I've got this one going, how about another product to add to the product line or these or that, or whatever it may be, yep. different flavors. Maybe it's not just Apple. Yep. Uh, and so now you've got a, you've got the channel set up. Yep. You've got the system down. You've got the manufacturing down, the distribution down. You've got the thing happening at retail, loyal customers. You got it rolling. Time to add to the product line. Maybe. maybe. We'll see. Well, yep. maybe. That's exactly right. <laughs> we're going to uh, talk to you about that when we come back from awesome. this break. And, and we're going to learn how you make that decision and what you do and Perfect. how you do it. All right. Back with more in a moment on Startup Nation Radio. Welcome back to Startup Nation on WJR. Here's Jeff Sloan. All right. We're... Uh, what a cool show. Yeah, this is awesome, I love man. this, Andrew. You got a great setup. This is <laughs> the coolest office I've ever been in, studio I've ever been in. All this right. is great. Well, you're one of the cool guys, I'll tell you that. And man, are you achieving some great stuff. I'm, I'm inspired and uh, my wheels are turning, I'll tell you that. Now, classic entrepreneur, you can't get away from it, can you? No, it's just, you, you it's just can't. Just kinda everything if it's in you your DNA? If it's in your DNA, it's everything yeah. you think about yeah. all the time. Yeah, no, it's true, it's true, it's yeah. great. But it's thrilling, you know, for you, uh, you know, look, a lot of entrepreneurs fail. I mean, some good ideas fail. Some, the best ideas fail. Yep. And there's all lots of good intentions out there that yep. don't, don't get rewarded. Yep. Um, here you were taking the hundred year old family brand, you know, to your grandfather, great grandfather, right? No, grandfather. Gr yeah. Grandfather. Okay. Yep. Grandfather had built a business on, uh, that now supports numerous family members and 800 employees. Yep. And you go in there and say, listen, guys, we're going to invest X, I'm sure, you know, big, big money uh, into building a brand we're going to take to retail. It takes, uh, takes some, some, uh, some fortitude yeah, you know, to, to do that. Well, I would say like on the failure thing, um, one of the things that's, that's been kind of my mantra because, you know, whether it's this endeavor or other ones, you know, there's a lot of micro failures and there's, a, there's just a that's ton true. of, you know, there's all right. of that. So I've always looked at it just as a journey and a process. And if you look at it that way, it's never really, it's never really a failure. It's just kind of a lesson to be learned to apply to the next thing. Yeah. Um, so I just think that if you look at that whole thing as a journey and a process, it's always going to be worthwhile. And, and that's really the, that's what, that's the, what gets me jazzed about entre being an entrepreneur and doing that is that type of stuff. It's like, it's, it does, it, it's a, everything's a journey. You're jumping in two feet in. Yeah. You don't know where you're going. People yep. are looking for you to have answers. You don't have them, but you're committing to figuring it out. Yep. So I'm going to give my best tip of the day. And that is if you're an entrepreneur out there listening, you're saying, God, I want to do that. That sounds so cool. Can I do that? I don't have a hundred year old business behind me with the financial resources that come with success from all that and everything. So it's hard for some people, you know, sure. it really is. Yes. It's, it's a big, not only to have the knowledge and the you know, the, uh, the confidence to, uh, to go forward, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's risky. So here's the tip. Start part-time. Yep. Start part-time. Don't jump in with all yeah, four, right. <laughs> whatever. Start part-time and, you know, create an online store. Don't leave your job if you have one. Um, and, and, uh, uh, and, and, you know, take your time and do it right. Yeah. Be methodical about it. Oh, I think that's great advice. And, and, you know, it, it preps you because if you're working two jobs, when you do jump in full, you know, full on, you, you'll be, and you're an entrepreneur leading a company. It's, it's two jobs. Yeah. It, it, yep. it, it never stops. Listen, uh, I wanted to make sure we got your story across today. We also have several callers lined up. We're not going to get to them all. I want to make sure we get to at least one more. We've got, let me just check here. We've got, um, uh, Allison from South Lyon who's called in. You have a question. Uh, Allison, welcome to startup nation radio. 
Hi, Jeff. Hi, Andrew. Hey. Thank you. Hi. Um, hey. I have I have an idea for a new product. Um, without giving away too much, it's an idea for a new kitchen tool of sorts. Ah. Um, and I'm curious, should I create and manufacture um, and distribute the product myself, or could I just license the product and then receive royalties on my idea? Mm, that's a um, great. I'm interested in learning. I'm interested in learning the pros and cons to each approach. Incredible. That's. I'm so glad. You called in, Allison. That's a great question. Many people have to be wondering that because if you do it on your own, Andrew, mm -hmm. you have to invest money in order to create the product, uh, go to contract manufacturing, pay to produce inventory, pay to produce packaging. Yes. Pay, you, gotta, you're, you know, it takes money. Now, if licensing yep. is where you grant someone else the right to make and sell your great idea. Mm -hmm. and distribute it, whether at retail or anywhere else, and then you receive a royalty. That's the concept. That's what you're asking about, right, Allison? Okay, do we have it? No, okay, she's not on yeah. yet, but that's what she's asking. Yeah. That is what she's asking. Yeah, and I actually have a thought. That is what I'm asking. Yeah. Yes, that's what she's asking. There we <laughs> and, go. And Thank I, you, Allison. Thanks thought. for the question. Yeah, yeah, and I have a thought on that, actually, because um, we, you know, you, you consider that when you're looking um, for new products. Maybe it wasn't our original product, but, you know, you don't have all the resources, the infrastructure to maybe build out and you know process manufacture and distribute so there's people who do that professionally and i would say though you want to be really close to it at its inception because you need to make sure it's right and you know, i would say as a simple answer how proprietary is what you that's a huge is, issue is what is what you put together if it's super proprietary and it's a great idea then you know license it you know if it's that good of idea someone's going to want it but if it's something that isn't as proprietary but has a spin to it something unique and I would say then you need to be close to it because you got to make sure it really works. It really works. The, the difference that you're conceptualizing is really adding value and, and you want to be close to it from, from all sides. So that would be, you know, my, my, my two cents, but you know, there's probably not a wrong, it, I don't know your, your situation, but you know, I think being real honest with where you're at um, and, and where the product's at as yeah. it relates to the other ones and then make the decision based on that. Licensing is a great way to go. You said it exactly right. Uh, it's got to be proprietary. Let's talk about what that means just to make sure everyone understands. Certainly, it's got to be unique and novel. Yep. It's got to stand out. But more than that, most big companies, if they look at licensing something for you from you, they're going to want you to have some sort of intellectual property around it, whether it's a, you know, a patent. A design. The, a, des patent. a design, something right. unique. It's a trade secret. You know, in the classic recipe, uh, recipe whatever it may be, it's got to be something unique and distinct, protectable, um, and um, you know, like I said, patent. Is, yeah, it's is, a great is, question, is, though, is and it's best, and, yeah. and and there's probably like so many of these things. There's not a right or wrong answer. Sure. It's just you got to take all those things into consideration, and yeah, and, and then kind of make the best. You yeah. Know, you know, by the way, going back to the battery buddy, my invention, I licensed yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I was going to so say. I, I licensed it, yeah. and it worked great for me. I, in, in the basic uh, you construct. Had a, you had a patent, right? I had a patent. Yeah, that, that so was it. it was proprietary. Yeah, right. Exactly, to your point. It was right. patented. I was able to license it to a big corporation. They then took the burden and the risk of investing in it, uh, you know, doing all the final design and so on and so on, and uh, producing it doing all the marketing, paying right. for the marketing, all the rest, and uh, getting it It's a good it gig if you it's got a, the right idea. It's a great gig if you have the right idea and if yeah. you have it uh, protected. Now, we, we, before we went, left the last segment, we started to talk about where does Blake's go from here? You, yeah. got the, you, got, you got it rolling, man. Right. You got this product, proven success in retail. You're thinking about what now? Yeah. So, you know, I said before, we really think about our business as, you know, food, beverage, entertainment. Um, and when, when I think about that, I think about trying to stay quarter, uh, true to our mission statement, which is creating memories uh, for every generation. That's that's kind of what Love we're that. instilled in. Yeah. So, right. you know, it's a good ethos for, for us to think about ideas, products 
And so whatever we do, you know, I want to make sure, we want to make sure that it really fits within that spirit. Um, but the nice thing is, is that opens up a huge canvas. But what I do, and so to answer your question, you know, we're looking at expanding our, our food and beverage offerings um, yeah. in, in a distributed way. But, you know, as importantly, one of the things that's, that's once you hit the success, you know, to some level of success and you gain that momentum, you know, we've made a really big push to focus on our people. Um, and we've invested very heavily in, in just a talented, amazing team. And, you know, now, you know, the reason why it's hard for me to answer some of those things is they know the mission statement. They know sure, we're focused sure. on food, beverage, entertainment, um, and creating memories through those products or experiences. And they're part of the, they have their fingerprints on our new product development and, you know, future products. Right. So it's becoming a thing that, that is growing and it's kind of a creative beehive you know, for a degree to look through that, but we know that we have channels in the food space. Yep. Um, we're currently working on launching, um, you know, statewide, uh, you know, food product line, uh, this year, we piloted it this fall. Um, we'll be rolling it out this spring, you know, in major retailers in, in, in all of Michigan, at least, um, and, and maybe beyond. So that one we're, we're looking forward to standing up. And then, you know, for me, it's even getting into the, um, you know, the ethos of, of that family experience and bringing that, that entertainment and you know that uh, that that content creation at the experience at the farm. You know, I don't want to say that we're trying to be the Disney, uh, you know, the hillbilly. Well, there's, there's some of that. Though. I mean, I mean, listen. But, but there's right. I, I I see a great landscape to be able to tell a story that's healthy for families, that's yeah. great for people, that's good for you know going out on a date, just trying to get back to nature. There's so much positive, I think, that we you know. Can and if do. I asked you what it, you're selling, yeah, you're selling what experience you know what yeah. i love you man that's it man. there it is so here's the thing <laughs> yeah. i thought i you know a lot of people might have said what are you selling oh we're selling apples we're selling a blade no that's not what you're selling experience. you're selling experience you're yep. selling memories to yeah. be cherished for a lifetime that's right? right i that's mean right. that's right that's it. what you're selling and people have to understand that's the touch point yeah. with the market and that's what the market's buying in the end they may not even know that yeah. they may say let's go buy apples they're going for the experience. They're willing to pay more for so, that, too, by the way. That's beautiful. Listen, you've got a new podcast. Yeah. You're an expert at yeah. Startup Nation now. <laughs> yeah, that's you right. Wanna, you want to hear more from Andrew Blake? Yeah, you go can... to Everything Borrowed Podcast or check me out on uh, Andrew Paul Blake on Facebook and Instagram. And um, on Startup Nation and now. And on Startup hey, Nation now. Well, Welcome to the team, buddy. Thanks for having me. Love it. Thanks for being on the show. Great Appreciate show. It. We'll see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>